Welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole, a podcast for creators. So 2022 is maybe not off to the best start for Twitch with the DMCA stuff that we covered yesterday. But let's not forget that 2021 was its own brand of awesome for Twitch. Let's get right into it. by the enhanced refresh technology raise energy delivers with a performance enhancing energy drink profile that aids in the most often overlooked categories they wanted to develop an energy drink that aids in multiple different categories which includes targeted focus enhanced recovery time as glycogen becomes depleted improved clean energy levels boost in stamina and hydration most importantly each can of raise energy has absolutely zero calories zero sugar and zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. You shouldn't have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbohydrates than you can count. Instead, opt for the smart choice with the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market to date with Raise Energy. And make sure to use code MORPH, that's M-O-O-R-P-H, on your next purchase from Rep Sports. Before we get started, I want to remind everybody once again that I stream every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 9 p.m. on Twitch TV under the name Morph Games. That's M-R-R-P-H Games. And you can always check out the video version of the podcast and other videos I upload on my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash morphine, M-R-R-P-H-E-E-N. Yeah, so as much of a dumpster fire as 2022 has already become for Twitch, 2021 was a special brand of train wreck and i was looking at pc gamer today and they have an article that it came out actually about two weeks ago um but i want to go through that and because it, it very nicely sums up a, a lot of the bigger controversies that that twitch had so let's let's go through them number one um one of the first ones and this is kind of in chronological order for the year january 2021 all right january 2021 Twitch removed the old PogChamps emote because the guy that was the face of it admitted support for the insurrection in the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. So, in order to sort of uh, retain that emote while also giving people an opportunity to, or giving a way to, to replace it, uh, they held a, a daily tournament where a, a new PogChamp was declared every 24 hours. And that um, maybe it sounds kind of interesting. You give everybody like a little bit of moment in the sun or whatever, but it, it ended terribly. It ended terribly for them. Um, because a lot of the people that were selected as the pog champs for the day just got brutalized on Twitch and in social media, a hate abuse, all sorts of stuff. And they kind of had to end the program because it was so freaking toxic. Number two, the next one maybe isn't as much of a, a controversy as, as expected. Uh, Twitch suspended Donald Trump's account indefinitely. It has not been, uh, that ban has not been lifted and it probably won't. 
I don't even think I need to really go into much more detail on that one. Number three. The next one is just, it's, it's just embarrassing. It's just, it's just kind of embarrassing. So at the BlizzCon performance, Twitch was streaming that, right? Um, apparently, well, apparently Metallica was playing and because <laughs> apparently there wasn't the rights to broadcast that music. So tw Twitch, sorry for laughing. Twitch had to mute, not mute. Actually, they, they replaced Metallica's performance with royalty free music from an event. It was just such a bad and sad look. It just kind of made everything a joke. It, it really did. Number four. Believe it or not, we're only heading into May. Oh my God. This one was about the rise and subsequent fall and rise again of the hot tub streams. So there was a meta that started, hot tub streamers. Um, and it got a lot of pushback, a lot of angry people when, when it first started happening. Amaranth being one of the first people to really uh, bring it to the masses. And because it affected advertising, sponsors and advertisers weren't as interested in that kind of content, Twitch decided to demonetize hot tub streamers to appease uh, advertisers, to appease advertisers. That is why they did it. Um, then with a pushback from everyone else who said, why did you demonetize it? They relented on the idea of demonetizing them and they brought it back as its own category. Now with its own category, they could market that separately to advertisers and advertisers weren't interested. It's okay. Okay. I just don't want to be involved with that category. Um, and that was, it was, again, it was just another bad look, which was like, oh, you don't like this? Let me stop it. Oh, you're, we're not making any money from this? Okay, let me, but it just, it was just kind of a hot mess. Just kind of a hot mess. Um, and it, but it, it, I guess it worked out once it became its own category and people were able to just ignore it and advertisers were able to ignore it. It really wasn't as much of a big deal, but you know, it, when it first started off, yeah, it was some kind of fun. Number five, and not to be outdone, after the hot tub meta kind of saga went away, then we brought in the ASMR, you know, the simulated ear licking whilst in yoga pants. I'm like, if you haven't seen this, it really is just softcore porn. It, it really is. Um, but yeah, after hot tub became a, became less of a thing, they brought this up. Uh, Amaranth and a few others were banned every now and then because of reports. Um, but it, it remains its own category and people remain doing their own thing on there, but it just further, it further cemented Twitch as not really understanding what they're doing or what is going on in their own platform and not having any mm, cojones to, to really stand up for anything or anyone. And again, it just ended up kind of turning into a joke. It, it really did. Number six. Now we'll fast forward to September. The, the drama around this really started in, in, in August or so, but it's, it's the hate raids. The hate raids that were going on um, by bots that were just attacking various demographics on Twitch. Um, people of color, um, women, 
LGBTQ communities were hate raided just endlessly in in the August September time frame to the point where when Twitch failed to address it, failed to say anything meaningful about it or put anything in place to try to curb these raids that were going on, um, an organization, uh, sorry, a protest was organized by a few streamers um, and it was called a day off Twitch. And a lot of people, a lot of people um, supported it, but not universally. There were a, a, a number of big streamers who came out vocally against it, Asmund Gold being a, a, a prime one that comes to mind. And I actually made a, a series of videos on social media and on YouTube and dedicated a good portion of my stream around then to this. Um, and the surprising thing was that while all of the big streamers said, oh, I can't support this because nobody else is supporting it. And what do you guys really think is going to happen anyway? What do you think is going to, nobody's going to notice. Well, surprisingly to them, it actually did make a big deal. And Twitch experienced a pretty big cut in viewership for that day. Um, it has since returned as we probably all expected that it would, but it did make a difference. And as a result, Twitch actually came and they, they enacted a few safety features and they actually were able to locate a couple of the people that were behind some of the hate raid bots and uh, sued them. We have yet to see what's really going to happen with that, but it did make a difference and it proves that even if a group of people aren't big in name, if they're big in number and very passionate, they can absolutely make a difference. Number seven. And one of my favorite ones is, like I said, yesterday we talked about the DMCA stuff. Um, and it was in, I believe, September, October, where Twitch made a deal with the music industry to save everybody from the pain and has that as DMCA, except they didn't really save anybody from anything. What they did is they cut a deal with the music industry, essentially to save their own butt. All because all this deal did is Twitch said, we promise to create an internal unit that will focus on DMCA issues and we will give our streamers the ability to better control and police and remove their potentially violating content. So they added in VOD removal tools and they also came up with a way to scan certain streams when they were live, if they were potentially doing something such that you could have your stream ended while you were live and not just in your VODs. So they, they announced this as if it was some really great thing, but in reality, it turned out to be kind of a mess. Number eight. And just because I happen to have it here, I'll actually read to you the email that Twitch sent to all the streamers and see if you can detect the point at which you realize, oh, this is BS. All right. So it goes, this is from Twitch. We're excited to announce that we've entered into an agreement with the National Music Publishers Association and MPA to build productive partnerships between Twitch and music publishers. So far, so good. As part of this agreement, we want to let you know about a new process that we are creating that participating music rights holders can opt into to report certain uses of their music, which is more flexible and forgiving to creators, okay, who inadvertently or incidentally 
use music in their streams than the existing process required under the DMCA and similar global laws. Okay, so if you're blatantly, uh, 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 you're blatantly going after copyrighted music on your stream, you're still in trouble. But if it accidentally happens, you're protected to an extent. Okay, so far so good. All right, as at a new high level, at a high level, this new process, which is distinct from the DMCA, focuses on going forward flagrant uses of music and starts with a warning instead of penalties. Keyword there is going forward. If you have a VOD saved on Twitch and it has copyrighted music in it or other copyrighted content, you're still kind of hosed. All right. Now, when a participating rights holder reports the use of unauthorized music on a creator's channel, the following will occur. Here we go. Similar to DMCA, we have a team that will review reports and check for completeness. Unlike DMCA, Twitch will give creators a chance to course correct by first issuing a warning. Twitch will remove any VODs and clips that contain authorized music from the creator's channel. If a live stream goes involves one of several specified flagrant music uses, examples include rebroadcasting music concerts and broadcasting pre-release tracks. Twitch may also issue a warning or penalty depending on the creator's history of that kind of music use. We have will have more information to share here in the coming weeks. This new process does not change how music can be used on Twitch. As we've said consistently, it's never okay to include music in your channel unless you've secured the necessary rights or have the authority to do so. Doing so violates the rights of music creators and runs counter to Twitch's mission of supporting all creators. But we recognize that not all unauthorized uses of music merit the same treatment and it's our hope that we can, as part of our agreements with music rights holders, take a balanced approach that supports creators on Twitch. And what you heard at the end of that was, Nothing is going to change. You still can't do anything. We're just giving people that want to file claims a much easier way to do it. And if you accidentally use copyrighted music in your broadcast, we're probably not going to hold you liable. You can rest slightly easier. So yeah, this new great plan announced by Twitch doesn't really do much. Number nine. Uh, the last three things I have on my list here, I'm going to say, I'm going to put two of them like back to back here because they're not that big of a deal, but they did cause quite a stir. One, Shroud said streaming isn't work. Now, that may not sound like a big deal, but Shroud is one of the biggest streamers on Twitch. And for him to say that, yeah, yeah, that kind of ruffled a lot of people the wrong way and did not sit well, especially for those of us that try and say, yes, yeah, streaming is work. There is, there is work that goes into this. I suppose if you're just sitting down and you just play a game and you don't engage chat and you don't plan anything and you don't try to grow outside of Twitch on various social media, do anything like that. I guess it's not much different than sitting on your couch and playing a game. All right. In that respect. Yeah. But a lot of people, they do a lot of work and I don't think it should be treated as something that is as insignificant as it sounds. The second thing I have here is Hassan, who is a, pretty decent guy, a very big streamer um, on the heels of words, things like with the word simp being banned. He said the word cracker in a stream and got banned for uh, about a week. So again, maybe not the biggest scandal I have on my list, but still something worth looking at, worth paying attention to uh, about the inconsistency of how people get banned. For instance, he was banned for a week for saying the word cracker. Pokimane, who was, who basically has racked up about two, uh, $1.9 billion in copyright violations yet to be uh, paid or yet to actually be introduced to her formally, it was, by, it was banned for 48 hours. 
What? Number 10. And the last thing, and this one was, this one was priceless. Actually, not to Twitch. To Twitch, it was pretty pricey. But Twitch suffers a gigantic, gigantic data breach in October. Basically, it was something like 120 gigs of data was downloaded from Twitch. It included source code. It included notes. And one of the things that got the most attention is it revealed streamer incomes over the previous 18 months. So sometime in 2021, October 2021, and the previous 18 months. And it, it, it taught us a lot of things. One, Twitch is absolutely a kingmaker system. Um, they gave uh, bigger creators um, advantages in certain kind of things. And that out of the top 100 paid streamers, there were three females in that list. Three. Three. Um, and the top one was Pokimane, who's number 31. So, there were no female streamers inside the top 30. And there were three inside the top 100. That's it. That is it. That is it. And for people of color, there were, I believe there were five in the top 100, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, not great representation. Not great representation. So, for what it's worth, um, it just caused a lot of blowback on Twitch. And it gave a lot of uh, fuel to female streamers who were saying things like, who were responding to criticism that, hey, all female streamers are just making bank and stealing views and weak and, and this is you know toxic males toxic masculinity um coming out and now the females are able to say really then wh why aren't we up on the list why aren't we making that money why great point great point so yeah 2021 was a, a hell of a year for twitch 2022 not starting off a lot better what does the future hold for the rest of this year does this future hold for Twitch at all? I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll find out together. If you're a streamer or content creator and you're serious about success, you need to join the Creators Hub, a Discord community for all streamers and content creators to learn how to improve skills, get advice, and grow. What they offer is an opportunity to collab with other creators, a self-promotion channel, welcoming and friendly community, great advice and tips from other streamers, a variety of channels, and so much more. So join the Creators Hub today, a Discord community.